This next one is guys getting getting I had heard of him before. I heard of that's that's what happened to me. That's when I heard about him. I didn't know what Nick Fuentes either. I feel like one of those boomers. It's like hovering about time. Yeah. Well, this guy's this guy's a zoomer. Is he? Yeah. Fuentes is a zoomer. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What's a zoomer again? It's uh. So it's the. It's one classification of the like this younger generation, so like the one after the millennials, like so they're kind of like they're kind of like teenagers or in their like early twenties. What is Gen Z? And Zoomers, Zoomers like the term of like they're they're kind of upbeat and positive and they have a lot of energy versus like a Doomer who's like oh, <laughs> like everything's like uh, shitty and you know the, like the Zoomers like he's he's listening to like you know he's playing Fortnite and he's doing all Zoomer things and he's all excited. Are those the subclasses of Gen Z? Yeah, it's is a subclass it? of Gen Z, exactly. Okay. Yeah, Z for Zoomer. Zoomers. And Zoomers like I Zoomers, see. kind of the prime one, I think. Boomer, Zoomer, Doomer. There's something yeah. else. Okay, Boomer has been getting a lot of traction. It has, dude. Yeah. The, the millennials. <laughs> I, I, I did a whole thing. <laughs> I, was, I was on all sides of like the political spectrum. Yeah. it's like it's true. Yeah. I, I've been looking at the criticisms of the Boomer generation, though. They're so stupid. They're so dumb. The criticisms of, 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 of boomers. Of boomers. Like, they're dumb. Like, millennials are retarded. Like, they're retarded for, for, for calling out boomers for, for certain things. Right. Have well, you seen this? Like, so, the, like, like, what, like what criticisms? What, like, one of them. Uh, that, that millennials are the most educated generation but make something like 25% less on average. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's because you, you, you equate having a degree in women's studies with being educated. Yeah. I have a bachelor's. Like, okay, I don't give a fuck. What's it in? Women's studies. Okay. Yeah. Well, th- there's a reason you're not getting any money. Well, you're working at Starbucks. But but there's a perception that during the boomers' time, they could go get a stupid so- uh, social degree or bullshit, you know, liberal arts degree and get a, like, decent do you know why? office well, job. Do you know why? Well, there's economic there, reasons why. Because there were change. no people that had gone to college. So, like, yeah. this is a supply and demand reason. You don't need everybody to go to college. If everybody goes to college, then the degree itself becomes somewhat worthless. Yeah. As, as Whereas before, before that, that it was happened. a signal. It was like, hey, I'm rich. <laughs> right. And ambitious. Well, I th- but the criticism is that the boomers grew up during that period of time and then expect the millennials to perform to that capability when things are, things are very different. Well, like, you, know what, you know what millennials like could bo- do? Bo- in other words, bo- 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 it's kind of like boomers getting rich off Bitcoin. Dear millennials. And then deciding that like, they know more than sure, everybody sure. else. But and it's like, like, no, like, you don't, like millennials you, do. You just happen to get like really well. Right. Dear millennials, if you want to make a lot of money, become a fucking plumber. Like yeah. the trades are completely like ignored by these guys. Well, become that, an electrician. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the, what about the trades? Become a roofer. I think that's like, they make They make good money. Yeah. Well, anybody anybody that has to do like that type of manual work Lay that floors. requires some skill is is not going to get replaced anytime soon. Learn how to learn yeah. how to make bureaus and drawers and start like making them for rich people. I have a I have a uh, a friend who has a friend that mm-hmm. like paints wall outlets for a living. Yeah, to to match the wall behind it. <laughs> rich people all up and down makes a ton of money. Yeah. Well, but that but that that is definitely something I hear more and more from people who are like kind of more uh, based about you know th- this college based. bullshit. When it's like if you're not getting a STEM degree, like what you have is just dead. There's nothing valuable to it, and 
there all these are there there are these alternatives to college look, that look, are look trade my, based that that the, do make money and, yeah. they, and they do really well. Right. I see so many guys driving around in trucks down here who look like they're, you know, maybe electricians or plumbers or they're doing like handiwork and like I'm sure they're making those guys make a, 60 go, to 100,000 a year like night, you know. I had a, I had a cousin who who went and like figured out how to like he he joined as an apprentice some guy who fixed air conditioners. Then he got the contract through some company to basically do the entirety of I think Dallas airport or something. Okay. He makes a shit ton of money. Yeah. He's not educated. He didn't go to college. He barely got through high school. Mm. Makes like just ungodly amounts of money. Yeah. Yeah. So it, the criticisms of the job market are, are very funny to me. Also, here's the other thing. There's an expectation well, by millennials that they, they were like, I would mm-hmm. promise that I would get a really good job when I went to college. I'm like, it's it feels a little bit like being mad at the BMW dealer. Like you go there, they're like, hey, which car should I get? And they're like, this one will pull the most pussy. You get this car, you will you will just be like covered in pussy. Mm-hmm. And then they buy it, and they're like, it didn't work for me. Fucking mad. He lied to me. Well, like, there's no guarantees in a sales pitch. Hmm. They're selling you a dream. So you go to college, they have a sales pitch, too. Yeah. It's not their fault that you gave into it. Like, oh, it was just too good of a sales pitch. Well... I, I, I think that is the case too, but I think it's also the case. I mean, it's just the reality that you have a lot of people that it, it did not it did not go the way they they thought it would probably have gone. That's that's not that's not anyone's fault but their own. Well, I, I guess it's it's you didn't. I mean, you went to college, you're, right? You're, yeah, I don't even know. Got, I, just, and, I don't even know if you and, did. And I got a history degree. I didn't get a history job. Very useful for your like current state of work. Right. Well, I got a job. At, I mean, I was I was lucky. I got I got a job right out of college that had nothing to do with history, of course, and uh, you know, the, it, it kind of just went from there. But I'm I'm guessing there's a lot of people who also like, were, oh, I like history. I'll get a history degree. And are I don't know Starbucks now or hate what they do. I, mean, I don't know. But like being mad about this, it's like it's a little. It's it's like it's like a, an entire generation being angry that they can't get on whaling ships anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that was available to our parents. They don't understand the plight. We can't just go down to the docks and become a greenhorn on a ship anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it sounds like to me. I think also in many ways they have it way easier than the yeah. prior generations in almost every way. Every way. So any level of complaining doesn't. I have not much sympathy for it. I, I just none of their well, numbers are called. I like, wouldn't say complaining does anything for it, but like you, you, you got, you got to. You got, if you want to make changes in your life, you got to do it yourself. You know. What about like, like the, the, the wage but stagnation I, arguments? I've always heard those. Th- they don't make any sense to me. I've done the math. I don't know where this wage stagnation is. Like that, uh, oh, just that average salaries have not gone up or yeah. whatever, and they've kind of since been when? Like, like, give me any time in history, like, and we'll do the math. Mm-hmm. Every time I do this, like, wage stagnation is false. Mm-hmm. I feel like for the last twenty years, like a decent entry level job at a college pays like twenty eight thousand a year. Out of college, yeah, yeah. You know why? Because there's too many fucking college graduates. Well, in, in terms of stagnation, it feels like that amount's been pretty fixed. Like people are happy if they get one that pays thirty two thousand or something. Like it's. But it really has seemed level. I, I don't see people making that much more money in, other than isolated areas. But that's because, like, college is, is the new high school degree, right? Like, you, you could have yeah. – yeah, like, yeah. You, you, don't need to, you don't need to go to college. If you're going to go to college, the only way to really make it worthwhile, in my opinion, is to then go to grad school. That's the new signal. I put in extra effort. I went to grad school. That's how much I care. Otherwise, just don't go to college. Go to fucking trade schools. 
Go learn how to lay floor. Mm-hmm. I tend to blame the availability of cheap student debt, like in the form of like how popular loans are and how easy the access is, you know, willing to give to these potential college grads. Well, also think about, but as college, like the cost seemed to have complete bullshit. But is complete it, bullshit. Okay, so the uh, tuition costs haven't gone eight point nine percent. Not even, not even a little. There isn't a lot of overcost for administration does, does and, and non like functional college. Shit, and that's why one of the reasons college is so fucking expensive. No, you have a lot of it's like, not expensive. College isn't expensive. The average person pays fourteen thousand dollars a year for college. The average person. The pays? average person. You can Google these stats. Fourteen eight. For four, I actually, I, I believe that. That's, that seems like a lot. No, per year, dude. You're you're a or student per, per, per the entire per year per, oh. per, per year per year. So you're it's, you're a student. You can you can go work in the summer. If you're a waiter, you can work, make about seven to nine thousand. And you could take loans for six thousand a year, mm-hmm. at which point you'll graduate college with twenty four thousand dollars in debt. No, but that just you, you got I mean, that just covers tuition. You got other expenses, so it's not that simple. Kind of. I mean, uh, some other expenses. Food, rent, it's, yeah, books, or you know, books aren't books aren't an expense because you can sell them right back on Amazon. They're like twelve dollars for the book. Maybe you pay a hundred dollars for the semester, but then you sell it for the exact same price at the I end of the, like the semester. Sixty dollars for the book, and then but then sell you sell it, back it for like, like fifteen. That's only back. if you bought it new. You didn't have Amazon when you went to college. No, I did. Oh, okay. It was it was literally you'd go on Amazon, you'd find the so book. So explain to me how wh- where's the discrepancy? Where, where are they pulling that data that shows that college has been like outpacing inflation for the last? 15 because everyone years. takes the top end price ticket for college and pretends that everybody pays that. Wow. Well, they do they they do draw on the people that are paying fifty to one hundred grand a year and look at like that more more often than not. The, the, I guess. The, like here's the thing: like college is heavily subsidized by the people that are rich and go and can pay the full tuition. But the average person pays fourteen eight. Okay. Well, that seems incredibly high to me. What do you mean, average person? The yeah. average, the average student, the mean wow. payment for college is like fourteen thousand eight hundred dollars. So okay, so so maybe I mean that doesn't seem too bad, but like. I, I think don't most people pay like in-state tuition rates though, which are drastically different. Like I. What, the boomer criticism might just be that this is the state of things and it sucks, but you got to change it yourself. But the idea is that the boomer, the boomer meme is that you have a uh, you have a demographic of people that have either wealth, which is probably maybe deserved, but or and or political power that grew up in a time period where they they if if they grew up in the in this current era they would have followed the, the same things. They would have incurred a significant amount of college. I mean, 60000 with that average number is still a lot of money so, so like, when, when, you're, when, when, you, when, you're, when you're about as qualified to work at Starbucks versus like something more, more special. So don't go to college. Well, but imagine you didn't know that until you got to that point. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like, like, people it, like, that, people it, it's that follow, easy to say that when you, when you have information. Men, there's a herd mentality. You can get the information. That's, that's, this is the irony of the millennial generation. They think they're super smart. They're like, we, we have all of the answers right at our fingertips. And I'm like, okay, great. So like, you can sit there and you can argue with a millennial and they're like, let's just Google it. We can have the answer in three seconds. And they'll Google it. Mm-hmm. They'll have the answer. And and then they'll tell me that like they just didn't know that college wasn't a great idea after they've gone. Like you could have Googled it. Everything else in their life is at their fingerprints and uh, fingertips, and they think they have the answer. And by they, I mean us. Mm-hmm. Like you and me, we're we are in that generation. Yeah. So like, why couldn't they just have researched it in high school and decided whether they were going to go or not? Parental pressure? Okay, maybe. Mm-hmm. Blame your parents. 
It's not the boomers. It's your parents. They were wrong. Yeah, but the well, the, I, I mean, the boomers is the funny thing to blame. It's because, hilarious because it's totally like the older people and like fuck them. Or like, okay, I, I remember there's a Sam Hyde clip where he's talking to his buddy and he's talking about how dumb boomers are because like. You know, housing was like thirty thousand dollars for a house. Yeah, and it's like, why did you not invest more into buying as much, you know, into real estate? Or Sam or, Hyde, Sam Hyde is wrong. Houses have gone up at a rate since nineteen seventy seven of four point six percent per year. Mm-hmm. Inflation, or a three, I think three point six, something like that. Inflation has uh, has increased four tenths of a percent below that. So that would have been one of the worst investments you ever made. Well, it, versus the S P five hundred, yes. But, but, but that's the op- that's what opportunity cost measures. Well, but that yeah, would what, been, don't you lever- don't you? I mean, if you put ten percent down, you're pretty leveraged. Yeah, I mean, you can do the math on it. Like yeah. you, you'll you'll start making money about ten years in. <laughs> well, but like, that would be the better. That would be the best option. But real estate would have been better than what they. But the criticism was also of, of what they did do with it, which was like nothing, or whatever. Well, they you know, didn't, do, do you know what's really funny to me? Boomers didn't have index funds available to them. Until the seventies or late seventies, and 70s. nobody used them because that no, was only Vanguard. Yeah, well, most people don't even know what index funds. It's are. the first time in history that an entire generation mm-hmm. has access to the best wealth creation vehicle in the history of humanity, and they are too stupid to know it. No, it's like it's like it's like millennials with with, with Bitcoin. It is <laughs> <laughs> no coiners. Uh, yeah, but I mean, okay. I mean, like, I, I hit me with another one. Like, I, I've, I've done this with so many people. Uh, the pr- progressive globalist policies. The, but, the, like the, what? The, like the global like, warming like, stuff? Like a lot of the shit coming out of the, uh, the, 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 the summer of love hippie movement and boomers like mentality when it comes to society and raising children has led to sexual degeneracy. Maybe, that's probably maybe, true. Maybe, maybe that's kind of. I think that's probably true. That might. That might. Like the but reason. I don't. I don't think. Reason, that, I don't think re- most Zoomer or most of millennials are blaming that one. the rise of this. Uh, this. 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 You know, intersectionalist. You know, anti-white male shit. And, and millennials went and took got the degrees. <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, they're, well, they're such fragile well, little babies. Well, a lot of them are yeah. weak and fragile. I, I don't disagree there. And like, if, if you're in debt or whatever, or you made that, or you went through that, like, you can fix it. Like, you can get out of it. Like, you're not you're not fucked. You don't have to you be have a fragile to, little baby. You can be a strong. You can you be know. strong like bull. Yeah, like me. Yeah, strong like a Jonseth bull. Strong yeah. like Ivan. Yeah. But but that is that, those are the arguments of like oh the boomers and like they're not they're not really in touch with. Technology, like they're making policy decisions, but they don't. They don't understand how to. You know, they don't know how to meme. I don't know. They don't know how That's, to meme. They don't know how to meme. But, but like, like, did you like oh, so the, <laughs> in the U.S. we have this presidential uh, shit going on? Uh-huh. Elizabeth Warren hired a meme team, one of the candidates. I believe that, and it's, it's hilarious because literally, well, you can't if, if you can't be offensive, mm. you can't meme. Mm. So and the left doesn't do comedy or anything offensive. They won't. They won't do it. So if if you won't be offensive, you literally cannot make funny memes. Yeah, and that's that's the the beauty of like a Donald Trump is that he lets the world do the memes for him. Yeah, so they're fucking hilarious. Yeah. So he can <laughs> repost with impunity. He can repost like I didn't make it, but it's yeah. really funny. <laughs> it seems to work. Did you see? Did you see uh, Donald Trump Jr. was on the View? And uh, I watched that whole thing. I found the 38 ca- minute clip. It, it called them out for the uh, black face and the Roman Polanski yeah. quote. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they both and denied Trump- it. They both denied it. Yeah. Well, like, but we all have seen it. Yeah. 
It's like, very funny to me. That was one of the one of the most funny moments I've ever seen on TV. Yeah, and he was It'll all be great on Twitter if, about like promoting that. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, well, he went right off, and he's like, you know, they they cut him off right after that, and they're like, quit. Yeah, they wouldn't have the discussion. But like, of course not. If we if we call what Justin Trudeau did blackface, then it's what Joy Behar did. It's funny because I don't have a problem with what Joy Behar did. It's what did. Ted Danson did. Yeah. <laughs> I like well, well, yeah. And, uh, Goldberg and, and, was dating Ted Danson when he got up on stage in blackface and pretend and did that whole did a whole. Well, have thing. you seen the Jimmy Kimmel Shaquille or is it a Kareem Abdul Jabbar one? Carl whatever Malone. it is, Carl Malone. He like pretends to be Carl Malone. I haven't seen that one. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. It's yeah. a great skit, but like in his in his current iteration, like as a woke leftist, uh-huh. it's not funny. It can't be. It's such a funny skit. It's the same material would be used to end someone's career. Yes. Uh, you know, from his own viewpoint. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if, okay, like, if that's our standard, then that's our standard. Mm-hmm. It's a dumb standard to live by. It's really problematic. Yeah. Well, it, the rules are only applying to one side in that case, too. Like, I don't Justin, know. I mean, like, I, yeah. I mean, that's true. That's I true. Mean, that, that, that's the whole cancel culture thing. Yeah. I mean, there's no. It, it, you can keep talking about how it's 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 one way. It, it's it's how they're going forward with it, but that's that's definitely true. The only people what, that what's, are offensive. What's the, the old, are, what's the old minstrel show they did on TV, Mister? Uh, God, what's it called? Do you remember this? Interlocutor. Mister Interlocutor. <laughs> what, wait, what? You got to watch this on YouTube, dude. I'll Google it real quick. That way, I don't. It's a whole it. stage of people filled with like a, a whole stage of like black faced people. <laughs> and they just they, basically they have a white guy going down the middle, and he'll he'll ask them he'll say things, and then they'll like Mister Interlocutor, I got a question, and they'll ask him a question, and uh, it's it's just a comedy like hour. They're funny. I'm having trouble finding this one, but, but I'll, I'll I'll look at it. It's it's very funny, but like in in the context of today's world, uh-huh. it's you it's hard to watch. You kind of like you're like ah oh. <laughs> Is that the origination of blackface? Is that no, no, no. That predates. No, it's uh, a long time ago. I mean, yeah. like it, it comes, you know. It, but you look at that. Like I think parents watched that show. Mm-hmm. Probably boomers. Yeah, it was boomers. Boomers watch that show. They're the ones. Doomers. So what are doomers? Doomers are like uh, like your incels. <laughs> well, it's kind. It's kind of. I like thought it would have been the old old you're, generation. You're like, kind of. I think it's like you're. You're kind of depressed, and you're kind of like, oh, everything's everything's going to hell. Every 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 society, everything's bad, and it's getting worse. I thought they would have been the eighty year olds. That's what I would have thought the doomers would have been. No, no, no. Interesting. No, because the 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 old people have no idea. Like they they don't really know what's going on because they're not they're not they're not they're not being a doomer means you're black pilled. Like you're you're very nihilistic. It's it's bad, and it's only getting worse. You know. Like, oh, so like you were a normal high school student. You were the odd kid in the nineties. Yeah. Or or a lot yeah. of people. Okay, I, I knew that kid. Yep. I, I liked that. I was like that kid. I was like I would hang out with that kid. Yeah. You nailed it. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly right. Okay. It's kind, it's kind of today like they that. drink Mountain Dew, eat they, Doritos, and play uh, Call of Duty all day. I'm so smart. I'm a nihilist. Yeah. <laughs> like okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about nihilism. Oh my god! What so, a week so there's are, there's also a thirty year old boomer, but I think that's like it's like it's like I I think that's something that the Zoomers came up with to make fun of millennials because it's like you're a thirty year old like you're you're thirty but you're already a boomer. Yeah, like that, but that's like true though. I mean, a millennial. I agree with that because like you and I, pro, you know, 
would probably fall into the what they would consider boomer category because we're curmudgeons. Kind of. Well, I feel maybe you're not. I'm. Like, I'm a bit like, of a curmudgeon. Like more of like an older. I don't think so in any way. No. No. No, you, you think I exhibit you did, you the millennial? Did, you, didn't you didn't benefit from the stock market like in the '90s. No, and, you know, I didn't have like, any money. <laughs> yeah, boomers did. At the sake it's of true. It. You didn't really. You didn't really sacrifice the climate. Your, your generation that much. They did. They profited off. Climate. My climate saved the Amazon for 20 years. Yeah. Did you do that in like school? Do what in school? Okay, when I was a kid, uh-huh. we had to. We did constant donation drives to save the Amazon. Mm. Constant. Okay. Well, didn't you, weren't you also from? Was this when you were in the states or no? It was, I was not in Brazil. Have you ever been to a third world country, dude? They don't do like gift wrap drives in like third world countries. Well, I, I didn't know like what, like, what you were doing. You go, like, go like the favela. I Would you like to buy my gift wrap? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what favela How much? was like. Three dollars. So I make in a month. <laughs> you just airdrop rice. Right? <laughs> yeah, the, the school's like we have enough. You know, grains, like grains in, in America, you're like we need to we need to sell gift wrap because we we want to build a four million million dollar uh, jungle gym for all of our kids yeah i never understood the cost of those by the way the cost of the jungle the gym? jungle have you seen them like when i was a kid they would have like a thing it would be like you they needed like eight hundred thousand dollars to make the jungle gym and then you'd get out there and like it's you know it's metal and it's a fun jungle gym but you'd look at it and be like there's no way that cost as much as like three houses because when i was a kid a house was like two hundred thousand mm-hmm. well that is, that seems for like a but that goddamn like metal a, jungle like gym, like, average-looking playset. Yeah. Well, it's probably because like, like, you, like you, you have like uh, regulations and shit, and like all this other bullshit that makes the cost higher. Because it's kids. Everyone is like, oh, we gotta make sure it's the best shit. Dude, for the kids. when I was when I was a kid, you, you we had a we had a merry-go-round on the commune, and it was a rusty, rusted piece of shit. Yeah. That you'd like hope not to get like tin can cut on. When you'd run around and like fall but as like, you were trying to push it. But but that's the thing. That, that's <laughs> the way. That's the way. The the risk reduction just like makes things shittier. Like it makes things better, but it makes like you feel shittier because you live in like safe bubble. World. It, it probably saves it like makes four children soft, a year. Too. It, make, it makes you, but it makes them all like soft pussies. <laughs> like when you grow up in a harder environment, you become like you, you have to you have to you have to you have to, you have to, you have to get, cut up a little bit. And you, you know, sounds you get, like you, you know we rough. should probably import like gangsters into every community to make sure that kids can live in a hard place. Get rid of helmets. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Get Play football without pads. Yeah. <laughs> I am from the pre-helmet generation. It's kind of wild, you know. You know like pre-helmet on bicycles, or like pre-helmet where skateboard, bicycle, just you know. That explains that a now, lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's you know any activity requires a helmet. I feel like kids. Uh, you're playing basketball. Please put a helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it, you know what it was. It was foretold in uh, that movie little giants do you remember that Mm-mm. dude you gotta it watch it. Bell, it, that, it that movie old, that movie stands old, yeah. the test of time yeah it was a, a little group who like were just ragtag who wanted to you know win the county football team mm-hmm. games and there was this one kid who was like this geeky kid whose mom was very overprotective and the first the first practice he shows up wrapped in like <laughs> like like a carpet and bubble wrap and everything else and he walks in like a giant square <laughs> <laughs> that's a kid. That's like everybody today, though. Yeah, that's who they are. Youth football is pretty crazy. 
I believe that down here in South Florida, the eight down here it's like where you, you they recruit. Like they're like he's four years old, he's NFL ready when he's eighteen. Let's get him. This, this let's get a, him signed. This is a this is a football culture down here. Yeah, that's for sure. I, I feel mean, like it's they're, they're hitting hard at eight nine years old. Hard. I believe that. I mean, it'll blow your mind. Lead with the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have those stupid NFL rules. The, it's encur- the aggression is encouraged. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, for a lot of but a lot of those kids, like that's Spare that's, that's what they're gonna end up. You know, there's that idea of it's like... It's probably the best thing they could do with their head, they're to gonna, be honest, a lot of know, them. It's, it's it, a weird thing yeah. for me. I, I, I don't know if playing football from that young age... I, I don't know. I think you should almost play another sport to avoid injury until... Like women's soccer. Until you... Uh, well, there's, there's, there's an NFL player that uh, got drafted by the... What is it? The, the Ravens? Who left after a few years to pursue a math PhD? Because yeah. he was like, "I'd rather be." I'd rather. He's like, "Actually, I like math better." But he's like, "There's no, there's no good trade-off for getting hit in the head as yeah. often." You know, a lot of the smart guys in the NFL have retired early. Yeah, the linemen. Linemen. Yeah. Well, really? they, oh, that they, makes sense because I guess they're like smashing each other. Li- li- by the way, li- li- linemen tend to be uh, like pretty smart yeah. as uh, if you look at the. If you have better options, the intelligent to, breakdown to, yeah. of a football team. Yeah, yeah. It, once you play a couple years, alignment. it's yeah. kind of wild. It's, uh, yeah. but I mean, think about it. Right out of college, you make a few hundred grand a year. Like, no more than that, dude. Years. A lot of them, a lot of them make. You know, I know signing but, bonus. But I, I mean, like the average, like you know, not they get out there. They they have two million dollars saved away. They might as well. I mean, like I don't see why not. Why not do that for a few years? Yeah, it's, two it's years. Pro- it's baseball, a better long-term baseball gets paid a lot if you can. If you and can they have those both. guaranteed contracts. Yeah, that's that's the way to go. Who's a famous baseball player that like is well known for never playing? He just like signed the contract and then quit. Bobby Bonilla. I think, <laughs> I think he still makes an insane amount of money. It's like a Bobby got, Bonilla day or something, I, which is like I want to say I'm right about that. I'm I'm pretty sure I am, but yeah, he's to this day he still makes like more than a lot of modern players. Something because he got to sign a contract or some wild play. Yeah, some wild. That's awesome. Yeah, well, they celebrate the signing of the contract every year. There's like a, they have <laughs> like people do. That's great. But because it's a guaranteed contract, so I think I think he could quit. Like he just signed it. It's like I quit. And it's funny. I think almost none of those have ever really worked out. Like the of course not the record deals that you know the guys. Why would you not? Like what a great idea. Like okay, thank you. I quit. <laughs> I'm gonna go be with my wife, kids, family. Yeah, second wife. Well, you give up the glory, which I think is hard for men to do. In per- our second wife, <laughs> I think it's probably hard for men to do. But at the same time, like, why not? Yeah. Well, you you want to you want to you want to be the the baseball player and get in. You like the glory. I mean, you want to be baseball cards, or you want to play and like actually do that. You know. But yeah, you probably like the sport. That's probably got into it. Yeah. Interesting. So, like, to walk away from that is kind of a interesting. Like, like why. Why, why sign that and then walk away immediately? Yeah, you know? no, I get that. It's but yeah, I, I think it's, unless you had something else that you gave you like you actually cared about and you didn't care about that, the community. But, but the chances are, by the time you get to that point, you probably do care a lot about it. You probably, I imagine, you probably spend a lot of time. Although, like, I would teach my kid like you want to spend all of your time to get into the sport so you can get a guaranteed contract and then you quit. Mm. If you're taught that from a young age, I think that would be like much easier. <laughs> you did it. That was all you needed. You did it. You got the contract. Leave. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, was he was he a boomer or is he is he is a uh, younger? Guy? I think he's an older guy, right? He's been doing this now for like twenty years. Who? Drawn, uh, Bobby, what's his name? The guy oh, who signed, he's, yeah, he's, he's probably a boomer. Yeah, I imagine. I, I, how long has he been drawing that thing? Like twenty years. Yeah. Didn't this happen like two thousand? 
I think way before that. Really? Yeah. 97? I'm going to have to look it up. 63? <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Mm. The boomer thing, too, is kind of... I mean, it's 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 kind of like you see it on on on. It's a meme of both sides. Like it's like people on the left using it too. Like okay, boomer. Like yeah, I've seen like that. Yeah. Man. Well, yeah. So there's this general notion of dissing the older people, dude. It's so Maoist to me. Which it's so Maoist. It could be that. It could leave. It could, it could be like a fuck the older generation. Well, the, the, a response that like where you like disregard experience. Like my dad, he's got he's got some real dumb blind spots, but he's old and he's had some really good advice over the years. Mm-hmm. Really good advice, just because he's old. Mm-hmm. Like experience is important. If you forget that, mm-hmm. you're fucked. Well, it's the experience and the wisdom. Like there is there is there's weird wisdom not, that not you gain even boomers, by being a dumb dumb but, but, who's like old. Yeah. But there is some boomer. I mean, there is some. <laughs> I was gonna say there is some boomer wisdom. But there is wisdom of an experience of older people that you can't throw away. Maybe I mean, they. Maybe they, like, millennials just believe that all the boomers have uploaded their wisdom to the internet, so like they can just Google it. Yeah. So we don't need them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, but that's not far off. I, I kind of yeah, believe it. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, but, boomer. Like boomers <laughs> developed the internet for you. Wikipedia, all these things. I, I'm still struggling to figure out a good millennial business that's done well. That it, millennials under 35. Yeah, think about there, it. There's some fringe examples, but there, there isn't like that concrete. Like, oh, this is like a young person doing it kind of thing. Fire Festival, that's a good one. Uh, Theranos, did that's you see a good this, one. I wonder who found. Did you see that thing I sent you? There's a local company called Papa. I did grandpa, the grandpa like, thing. It's connecting like older people to like college age students, so they can like help them like go to the store and stuff. And it's like you know the old people don't have a, may not have people to talk to, and the young people ba- are like based oh, on based on that business and the fact that they got funding. That, by the way, they're going to get sued for me tooing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? I, bet. I, I just I just assume that's what's going to happen. Like there's going to be cases of old guys. So completely the, I, using I think it they got that. VC funding. Yeah. So okay. So here's what I think: If you can get VC funding for such a stupid idea, uh-huh. you're probably a former Goldman Sachs banker or J.P. Morgan banker, uh-huh. and you're probably in your 40s. Maybe that'd be my bet. Although people people think raising money is like the best thing in the world, and it seems like it's not as hard as people think it is, and it's like not it's a really bad idea. It's such a bad idea. Like, like I feel like a lot. People, of, I think what think people think is that when they raise money for their company, uh-huh. that that money is their money now. Yeah, and they don't realize that it's the company's money. Well, like these companies, like we we raised we raised five million dollars. We can wait right. to tell everybody about it. Like, why do you think that's a good idea? Right. Like, okay, great. Like, so oh, your great. company, you're just, you're your company has some money in the company. bank account. Now yeah. you're like required to use it for the company. Right. Yeah. It's not going to be a you, good time for you. You just lost some freedom in your a business. lot of freedom. Yeah. Like that's that that there's a big trade off there. Oh yeah. But people say five million and they think, oh well, it must be worth more than that, and that's how much money I have because they want to be like. They want to be like rich person. Apparently, this Greta, which doesn't mean shit. Greta Thunberg girl is hanging out in uh, Los Angeles with Leonardo DiCaprio. There's a picture about that. How Greta, did she get there? She probably flew in a jet. Oh, I've got yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's she didn't like sail there. No, she or she maybe she walked there. I love I love this example of all these like uh, Hollywood guys. Like mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio is kind of a moron. Like they, they funded they funded their last video, their last big movie, Wolf mm-hmm. of Wall Street. With Malaysian sovereign debt that essentially bankrupted the entire country. Oh, there was a connection there with that <laughs> yeah. movie, right? Yeah. Like th- these aren't these aren't guys that I would like enjoy 
you know, being in business with. Well, was that was that DiCaprio that made that deal, yeah, or was that DiCaprio was a large part of that deal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's he's probably not that intelligent when it comes to a lot of these things. Well, I mean, I, pr- he's an actor. Yeah, what's like, funny? What's funny not, about it is that like Jordan Belfort hung out with the guy that financed the film, and he's like, "I smelled this one so fast." I was like, "I don't think that that's a guy we should be hanging out with." Really? Because he smelled it. He like he knows scammers. Yeah. Oh, so the guy that helped fund the movie like made that like a like he's a fu- young dude, dude. Them, fucking young as shit. Yeah. Real young. Uh, huh. So just interesting. Speaking of boomers, uh, looks like Peter Thiel's back in Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Well, you talk about Greta and the environment. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was kind of interesting. Pete, uh, Thiel invested in Layer One, which is run by this guy. Layer One earlier in the year was they were hiring people for uh to work on like Grin and shit. <laughs> Maybe, but they are making a mining play where they want to. Bring a lot of miners to Texas to mine on renewable. Kind of like energy. what Epstein did to Florida. To to bring bring a lot. Oh, yeah, bring a lot of, <laughs> I was like, wait, what, what did I just say? Yeah, bring a lot of miners to, to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to let that one sit for a while. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean. I don't. There's a lot of money to throw at mining in the U.S. As if it's, it's like, a lot. Going to be a good good. Is idea. it uh, all renewable? Is that the idea? That, that's the idea. Is it one of those spots that might mm. off that a mining might have some efficiency? I don't well, know. From but, like natural gas flares, is that what it is? Or, or some or like wind or something or or somewhere. I am. I'm a giant skeptic of this claim that most Bitcoin mining is done with renewable energy because I don't think that that makes any sense. I think if you mine mm-hmm. with renewable energy by going into a town and eating up all of their like dams uh, water mm-hmm. energy. Yeah, you mined with with renewable energy, but then they couldn't export it, so someone else had to burn coal in order to like fund the you know production of electricity for their town. Like the, so, the, so the idea I, that these don't have downstream effects is hilarious, right? Because like if you're taking the renewable energy from one spot, it's gonna yeah. Affect some, yeah. Well, there was another thing about mining in Georgia, the country of Georgia. With yeah, Bitfury, I, they're fucking the, the country and, over. And they're, they're like, it's as much as like 4% of the country's electricity. Who could have known that was going to happen? But but Georgia, apparently someone said they don't really care because they have so much renewable energy. Which They won't care yet. They don't care yet. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Miners show up and they suck the energy out of your place. That's what they do. Yeah. And they do it until there's no energy left. So if they're 4% now, I mean, first of all... That's that's probably four percent in additive like use, right? So mm-hmm. it wasn't like people stopped using electricity there. So they just added, you know, like probably seven percent or something to like the overall use on 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 the on the grid there. Mm-hmm. And they'll just kind of keep sucking energy up until you know Georgia ends up having to do weird brownouts or something. Yeah, like California. Well, can you imagine like Georgia like growing that much in Bitcoin mining and then telling all the Bitcoin miners they got to go? So isn't what happening is the communities raising the tax? On the Bitcoin miners, and then they just pack up and leave in a lot of places. That's what you should do if you want to get rid of miners. Just raise taxes on mining, or just make it expensive. What I, <laughs> what I would do is I would start. I've, I've thought about this. Um, I think I would hand out basically ration the electricity. I'd go business to business, door to door, and like basically hand out paper certificates of rationed electricity, and you could sell those certificates or you could keep them. That way, everybody in the town gets the exact same amount, including businesses. 
um, miners, whoever. So then you can have mining in your town, but they got to decide like they if they're going to buy these certificates from other people or if they're going to buy it from their businesses, which will basically force people to, you know, it, it, it'll it'll force them to figure out what the next best thing to waste money on is. Mm. Like if you're a homeowner and you have enough certificates, you don't use a lot of like, let's say you have solar panels on your roof and, you know, these are 20% more than you would use or let's say like 50% more than you'd use. You could sell them on the open market if energy after the mining, after the certificates is used up is nine cents. Right. You could sell them for, you know, seven cents. Right, so you'd be able to trade your own electricity right. supply, like yeah. how much you're getting. That's 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 one of the, that's what I would do. Yeah, just ration it. That's interesting. I don't know how that would. Yeah, I mean that might, that might be an interesting like way to way to go about it. But what's funny is that like you know for like the Georgia thing, you have you have like corrupt government that is like, oh yeah, come on in and mine, and they're probably getting a cut. They're probably acting like it's a great thing for the country, which it's not. Teal and this shit. I mean. Well, it might weirdly be good for Georgia because they, these miners might live there. So they actually may contribute something locally. To I, I mean, who knows? They might literally be there paying taxes and like contributing in the local economy. In a lot of these places, like one of my big one of my big issues with American mining is that a lot of this is just like exporting value. So they come here, they steal all the electricity from a place, and mm-hmm. then it goes to China. Mm-hmm. I mean, that might be exactly what's going on here with with Georgia. But like, it, it's more excusable. If the people that are earning the money at least are in the U.S., mm-hmm. so that way it's coming back. Yeah, I mean, I'm, st- I'm still, I still think it's a bad idea. Yeah, I think that you because Bitcoin mining doesn't need to be done anywhere to be done well. Like, it, you're not a better miner in the U.S. than you are in Russia or in China. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't increase our resistance to anything by having miners in the United States. It's nice to have the option to have miners in the United States, but we don't need them. They, they could they could be doing the job of mining and uh, processing transactions anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't matter where it. it, it's, it there's no there's no there's no geographic uh, efficiency captured right. by so, a, so a let miner. fucking mina or mina <laughs> China bear the cost of all of the like electricity burn and yeah. all of the pollution and everything else. So obviously they've calculated that the you know i guess the free energy that they have access to in texas is i mean once you have to back out like the cooling costs it's pretty hard to be competitive in a warm it's got to be i mean I, I can't imagine it's not like it's it's got to be like i i'd imagine that it's probably 20% more expensive to do it there uh, you think so i mean well compared to maybe like iceland no, where I was they have like rivers, iceland you yeah. put it like in like you you just like put it in the snow yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's got to be wild in texas you can i mean during the summer what do you think a hot warehouse. I mean, the oh, fucking hot as shit. Yeah, yeah I mean, like in in Texas, it's it a requirement. As as anywhere, it's, it it's the AC thing. If you don't, if you don't have AC in your house, like it's a requirement that they like come fix it same day. Yeah, it gets seriously hot there. Hmm. The um, did you see? Uh, there was a there was a research paper done by that guy Hasu on Twitter. Hasu. And uh, I kind of just read through it a little bit, but the. It was kind of talking about Bitcoin's mining, uh, Bitcoin security, right? Um, when you know the block subsidy runs out, and I think their conclusion was that the fee market, however you want to describe it, the fee, you know, the fees for transactions are not enough to incentivize miners to secure the chain. Such a st- I think it's a stupid conclusion. So there has been discussion about this because some people I think are at least discussing the idea that in the future. Maybe we have like a you know a one percent on on the uh, 
what am I trying to say? Like there is some, there is a like we do decide that Bitcoin is not going to hit that twenty one cap and then just stop producing, but that there might be like a one percent inflation. So you have like at least a little bit to incentivize. Well, just want to prove a stake, but yeah, <laughs> but like so, do you? But the it, argument is like in nine years the block reward is essentially gone. Well, the, from the, today. Well, the argument I think is more. I, I would say I would look more in the 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 very distant future when you know we're we're we're, we're approaching the last Bitcoin to ever get mined. And there's there's just not a lot of there's not a lot of the idea is that there isn't really much of an incentive for miners to to secure the chain. They so, can't know that though. Like they they don't know what use is going to look like. Then we don't know well, what nobody, kind of right. Nobody we, knows. Yeah, we but, don't know what kind of like you know like m- miners could just stop stop uh, tr- you know processing transactions that don't have a fee of you know below whatever mm-hmm. whatever it is they need. Like we don't know what the miners are going to decide. It's it's it sounds like a really stupid conclusion, mm. because you can't know that. Mm-hmm. It's theoretically sound, maybe, but like you can't know what miners are going to do. You can't know how the chain's going to you know look. Mm. How you know what is capacity going to be at that time? Are we going to stick at this? What what is it like? Uh, what are we at now? Four megabytes or three megabytes are possible per block. I don't know what it is. Eight. Uh, four four are possible <laughs> per block right now. Eighteen. But. I mean, you don't know what capacity uh, things are going to happen between now and then. Yeah, ladies in the studio, is is something like that even feasible? Ladies, to, to, ladies, a girl, by the way. Yeah, to, to instill a one percent perpetual like annual reward, is that is that something that would even garner support in any meaningful way that it's feasible? I mean, watching the politics of Bitcoin is interesting because, like, I don't see why not. Like, I think that I, I think that there's few enough people involved in the politics of bitcoin that there comes a time when like there's nobody involved in the politics of bitcoin and and they'll just kind of make decisions for everybody that wouldn't surprise me for a second think about the number of people that know how like bitcoin works yeah and think about how how many people know how the internet works and how the internet is governed i mean do you know how the internet's governed no i do not there was a time when there was a community of people like us who cared about internet governance mm-hmm and there's going to be a time when, you know, let's say Bitcoin is sort of just like accepted as tech that we all know exists and, uh, you know, everyone uses or doesn't use um, on the regular. Like, I don't I don't see why you think most people would be involved in Bitcoin politics. Yeah. <coughs> You're not going to have the, uh, the diehard, uh, you know. You're saying that maybe in the future there's not going to be like a UASF type thing for for these type, you know. There might be, but it's going to be among small groups. It's going to be, you know, there's. I just don't think it's going to be as like, you know, I don't. It's it's like having a what a Usenet server or whatever it is. Mm. I don't think that I don't think that Bitcoin is going to. I think when society as a whole kind of grabs onto these things, mm-hmm. a lot of the political discussion gets relegated to a corner, and it's going to be the you know forty maybe a hundred people that really care mm-hmm. the most, and they'll be like extremely contentious debates, but most of us just won't have any clue. I mean, we probably will because we, we've been involved and we care about that stuff and we'll know where the governance goes, but most people probably won't. And then a lot of us will just become disinterested because it's kind of ossified and we don't have any Is, is there a scenario where just the code becomes ossified after a certain point and, I, I doubt and there's it. no change that's even theoretically possible so it becomes a moot point to even argue over such a doubt contentious it. point yeah I, I super doubt it this this idea of like code ossification like i i think I, I think that i accepted it at first but the more i think about it i don't think that makes any sense this is super complicated software with like a lot of weird bugs i don't think there's such a time as bitcoin is like 
perfect. Yeah. Unbuggy. <clears throat> Yeah. I remember hearing uh, Gavin and Dreesen talk in 2015 about we have like a year or two maybe to get like the changes in before it becomes too complicated and you know nothing's going to be possible. Like yeah, I don't. Was, I don't think that's how that cool timeline works. came and went. And it's not. It's not really. It, it's not. Maybe that speaks more to like Gavin's like understanding I, I, of how this is sure. I, this works. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, despite the fact that you expect him to be like hyper competent. Well, it also depends on what, what what changes are we talking about. You know, like that's kind of the question. You know, there there, there is this idea that we're going to have to hard work eventually. He, he was also like doing political rhetoric for you know getting the increase in the in the block size at the time. Yeah. So maybe, you, maybe not you in 2015. Think, you but. think that it's inevitability that the 21 million hard cap limit will will come into? I don't think it's an inevitability. I just think that there's like more likely than not. It, no, um, just that the it'll be it'll be a debate. It'll always be there. There's that's well, that's a thing that could change, and I think that people over uh, overstate how important it is that it keep they keep it at 21 million. Like I think that there will. Markets work pretty well. If Bitcoin is kind of the winning coin in all of this, which I'm pretty sure it will be, uh, I don't think there's going to be so. I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a maximalist, right? Like, I think I think that the market would just adjust to that expectation. What by moving the decimal point or adding another decimal point? They could. I just mean the market itself. Like, what what is the cost? What is the price of bitcoins? Like, I think the market will just uh, assume sort of a perpetual. Um, Quanti- you know, quantitative but inflation. I guess my point is, as long as it's divisible, why does that even matter? Like, as long as I mean, you always have enough units. I generally agree with you. I'm just saying that I think if if they made a change like that, where I mean, here's the thing: in America, we have a three percent inflation rate. All that happens is with with money is you end up with a perpetual three percent discount rate on on like the money, right? And it's easy. So with Bitcoin, if they were like, oh, let's add one percent to mining, you just have you just have a perpetual discount rate on like the creation of Bitcoin forever and ever. I mean, this is the libertarian dream is to have money that doesn't like quantitatively inflate. It's a stupid dream. So it, it's insignificant. Like if it wasn't twenty one million, and uh, because because of like reasons, you know, we needed to continue having miners get paid for whatever uh, to secure the chain. If that were the case, if that were the reasoning, the market wouldn't give a fuck. I think that the market would just adjust, and it would adjust pretty minorly. So grin is the future. Grin is the future. <laughs> uh, running, running pump and dumps on the show. Yeah. Um, speaking of shit coins, did you see... Uh, <laughs> you know, Stellar burned a bunch of... Uh, I saw the price went lumen. way up. Yeah, it went up like 20%. I wish I'd known that was going to happen before it happened. Yeah. It seems like a, a underwhelming result for burning half of the supply, was it? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like it went up. I think it, it doubled, dude. I think it went from like four cents to eight. I thought it was twenty percent too. I thought it was like. 20%. I just read the headline. Like, really? So I didn't... Like in, in the, that day, I, I like within the few first few hours, I looked at it and it like went up twenty percent. Well, that, that just that just means everyone ex- or a, a large portion of the market expected it, but it also articulates the shallowness of the market mm-hmm. that it reacted at all. Because I think that people in the stellar community probably knew that was coming, right? Probably, yeah. So if that's a big decision, right? But if you announced on like I don't know if. Elon Musk said tomorrow we're going to buy back 30% of our shares in six months. Mm-hmm. Like that stock would immediately adjust to its, you know, correct valuation. Right. So you think like the price would have massively changed beforehand. Well, they probably planned it out for a while. That way they could benefit from dumping. The it could have been. Well, I, it, maybe. Like, I mean, I was, I was like, well, what, what, are they, what are they arguing? Like why they fucking did that? 
And they said that they're making a change in how they... Because they've been airdropping a lot of shit. So they're stopping that. It smells like a last gasp and effort. To it might be. I think, like I, I think, I think <laughs> like, it, Yeah. There's like a... Pump! Yeah. yeah. They're probably disappointed in the size then. But I thought, I thought that people that were in the community would have known about that. Would, would they not? Did they not like announce it publicly beforehand? I, I don't. I don't think so. Oh. I think it was like the stellar, like a foundation. It was like their lumen, and they're like, "Well, we, well, we, you know, the community's going well, and we're we're just going to burn our own supply to take." I guess like, that, I guess of, you can add a value to the lumens that these foundations hold by looking at that. Then maybe, like the, the, a lot of these foundations hold back and say, "We're not going to sell. We're not going to do anything." I mean, I think that money, like the 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 holdings of those companies and the trust, has some sort of value. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what are people thinking? It, like, it's worth in the supply. What is the expectation that they're going to dump it or burn it? Oh, so like, if a foundation holds us, however many, right? It, so if they burn half, if they burn half the supply, like apparently that's worth twenty percent. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, just it's interesting, huh? Also, the uh, our our other favorite shit coin, one coin. Dude, there, did, there you, did you hear? Tra- did you hear the whole uh, thing where they're trying to find Ruja? No. The, the BBC documentary where they're like going around the world trying to find Ruja because she's disappeared. Really, it's great. They can't find. Wh- wh- I was sad that I didn't get mentioned in the podcast. Like I was hoping. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just selfish. <laughs> Wait, was was there a specific podcast about this or what? the BBC did one? Oh, BBC had. Yeah. A, okay, it was like their thing. Yeah. So like they're prosecuting the leaders of this thing right now. I'm guessing that's what some of this, cause I saw this information that it was like the lawyer was on trial, the lawyer and her brother, and her brother, but she, she, no one knows where she is. Really? Yeah. Huh? It, that's interesting. It's, it, it's They even pause in the documentary. Maybe she went through like one of those James Bond transformations where they like made her face, did some like reconstructive surgery, broke her jaw. Exactly. Maybe, what I was maybe she's thinking. hot now. Yeah. Or trans. I'm, like, I bet she's super hot. <laughs> Nose job. Yeah. Couple of whatever. You probably meet her. You're like, you are smoke show. She certainly had enough money to, to do yeah, that. Yeah, dude. She probably is like lipo, Brazilian butt lift, you know, just everything. Huh. It, 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 it would just be astounding. It would be really interesting to see what she looks like now. Yeah. If she changed. But that the show, it was great. But anyhow, what were you saying? Um, no, just that, like, I, I didn't see all the details, but that's definitely, you know, they're prosecuting a lawyer and a brother, and and uh, I didn't know that she was actually missing. That's that's interesting. Yeah, they don't know where she is, but the, the, the one coin is still, it's still going. Huh. It, it didn't. Didn't really die. It didn't die, and now they're onto another one. All the all the people from OneCoin moved to DagCoin, Dag, which apparently is growing in Africa like you wouldn't believe. Really, this shit doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. People it <laughs> just <laughs> keeps going. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what? It, I, I, I've been trying to figure it out, like through Bitcoin, what it is that keeps these things going, and I think it's the ambiguity that something is a scam because there is no smoking gun that OneCoin's a scam. Mm-hmm. Right, you just have to like know it is. Like you, you can look at it. I can look at it and be like, that smells super scammy. Mm-hmm. None of what they say makes any sense. None of the tech they're claiming they have, they have. Um, they, they don't seem to understand what a blockchain is. It, it, it doesn't. None of that is right. They're selling education packages to like get around any laws. They're using MLM networks. I mean, there's all sorts of things. But there's not a smoking gun that you could point to that the general public would be like, oh, yeah, that's that's like a Ponzi. Mm. 
because the complication of everything is is too much for. Well, it's, 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 it's like, like oh, who, do you, who do you trust as an expert? This is like the, the legal problem where you go to, to a lawyer and they're like, okay, we're going to have a le- an expert in like shoe identification. Come on, like you're, there's an expert in shoe, and there's like one guy whose job it is to literally do testimonies on shoe identification, and he has a whole science field about it. And like you argue with the judge whether the science is acceptable, but he's published papers in like Nature, so the judge says he can come in, and then he like poisons the jury. Hmm. That's that's what it is. Who's who's your expert? Because like if you listen to me on how a blockchain works and what it does, one coin is not interesting. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. It, it it it's just obviously a scam. If you listen to one coin or Dr. Ruja, she's got a doctorate. Um, then suddenly it becomes pretty hard for you as a person who knows nothing to say that I might know more than she does because mm. like they're relying on her credentials. Mm. You think OneCoin Bob is doing DadCoin now? Dude, I'd almost guarantee it. He probably is. <laughs> He's probably doing DadCoin seminars. Like, I like, miss that guy so much. A scam, guys. Yeah, yeah. DadCoin is better. But, but I'm in DadCoin. <laughs> He's like, I got 65 packages. <laughs> so it's the same. What are those words? Exactly the same thing? Yes. Yeah. But the last one was a scam. You got $600,000 worth of one coin. Well, that's the thing. Like, they don't even know. Like, that guy kept getting. Even listening. That guy had previous scams he got. Yes. Well, that was one of the questions we asked. Like, so have you ever been, like, in an MLM that turned out to be a Ponzi? Oh, yeah, a couple times. (laughs) But this one's not. That's got to be definitely That's got to be the norm. Like, they probably get them eight times in a row. Dude, I think think people are, like, are just that dumb. I think they're that desperate, dude. And I think they well, they really want it. I, I think the average they, person they got a certain is, amount invested, yeah. like in a slot machine. They want to get their money back from that machine they'll, or they'll something. Just, they'll just they'll keep, keep gambling. I yeah. think the average person is dumb, so that that puts that off the table because not the, the the average person doesn't normally get into scams. But like, I think I think the idea is with these get rich quick like MLM projects. The idea is, look, I didn't get rich on the last one, but if I try thirty more, at least one of them will work out for me. Mm. And they never do because, you know, it's some guy's got 4,000 or 400,000 emails in his downline, and he's the one that's making all the money from these people sending their money into the company. Yeah. But it, there's that there's that idea that they get in their head of, like, it, it will happen at some point. And every, it's, it's worth – everything I do is worth it. They're just waiting for their ship to come in. Yeah. That's all that it is. Like, they're sitting there on the shore, and they're like, someday my prince will come. Mm-hmm. That's a mixed metaphor. Someday my my pro- oh. someday my ship will come. Yeah. They're just waiting for it, and like they they keep trying. They're hard workers. Like you got to admit, the guy worked hard. If he devoted his time to like actually like working somewhere, he'd, he'd do fine. Mm-hmm. But he's like broke because he keeps getting into these scams. Mm-hmm. Keeps getting his family in. They all do the same thing. It's it's the same thing over and over again. But yeah, that's that's uh. For, I, I I wonder where he is now because I, I don't think even listening to that documentary a lot I mean there's a lot of people who feel like they got like fucked out of their money but there's a lot of people who are insisting that it's still a thing that they participate in and that it exists and that it's not a scam he's still a believer yeah he probably is I, I imagine well it was a business it was a you know attempt it, maybe it didn't work um, you know on to the next thing but it wasn't a scam dad coin <laughs> crazy it, it's amazing to me so what's this up btc miners are mining bch in lower difficulty oh that was uh there was a tweet about that or something there was something that came out saying that there was this uh 
They were wondering if BTC miners weren't waiting for BCH to drop in difficulty and then switching their, like, start mining the, the BCH chain. So, like, because you have a higher, you have, uh, you, 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 you have more hash power, you, you, you only compete against BCH when the, when the difficulty goes down. So if they're a big miner. they're a big miner, they have a lot of hash. They switch over to BTC and then the, the, the hash rate just drops. Or the BCH. And then they just, and when they, well, wait they switch to hash, BTC, they, BTC while they wait for BCH's hash to, to drop. just drop because they switch back over and right. just mine fast because they're 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 competing hard against ideological BCH miners who are mining it because they actually like are believing in it right but, but you're getting fucked because you're only mining when the when the difficulty's down and they already have all the hash rate because they're mining yeah. Bitcoin it doesn't surprise so, me which might, that might be interesting if true which also might kind of play into like how minority uh, proof of work chains get really fucked well at least you know in in, in this way you know. So the, that was the idea that we were, whoever was commenting on it was, they thought they saw a trend of BTC miners like switching over. So like you'd see, you would actually see the BCH hash power reflected in that. I saw this uh, article on, on Hacker Noon about decentralizing the internet. Did you see this? Did you see who wrote that? No. Uh, Matty, serious. The first guy to code on Bitcoin. Remember? Malmy. Oh, Marty Malmy. Marty, yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, hey, Malmy. Marty. Yeah. Hey, Marty. Well, so... He's got some dumb projects. Well, he's working on one that's like a <laughs> that identity thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like an identity social network. It's just, it's like a data store on your phone, and your identity is like through. This a guy is case. smart. Yeah, you know. Well, he wrote an article about it. I mean, and it was kind of just recapping all of the problems that we see with the internet today, and that it's has become a little centralized around certain companies. Um, he talks about like the deplatforming and shit, and how that's bad. But you know, I don't, I, I don't. I, I doubt his project is going to be any type of solution. Wouldn't it be that. interesting if Open Bazaar became the new internet? It'd be weird. It'd be. Uh, I'd, I'd have to eat my I'd eat crow on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Hoffman would be like, "All right, Brian, I'm sorry. I gotcha. Everyone's on Open Bazaar now. All right. It's it was a stupid way to get there. But, I didn't expect but, that. But none of this decentralized technology is everything. It all sucks. No one no one really wants to use it. Right. P- people who are playing with it now are like are just decentralists. Like they, they, they are decentralists. I mean, they it's have a, a good word. point, and it's great that they're working on the tech. But like, like mesh networking, like that's cool. But that's that's not going to get off the ground anytime soon. Like no one's gonna no one's gonna. I, use I do like that. the idea of using the internet through like my neighbor's phone. Yeah. Right, I mean, you can. That's a nice idea. Um, I feel like the best mesh, mesh network ever invented was like Comcast, where they like broadcast, you know, signal from my own like modem from my home, so that everyone else can use it, but I can't because I don't pay enough. Is that what they? Yeah, <laughs> have you seen that? You're somewhere they're like Xfinity. You want Xfinity, and your computer's like, how about some Xfinity? And you're like, I don't want to be on that goddamn network, yeah. and you can't log into it because you don't pay for whatever service it is. Right, and then. You'll realize it's your own modem sending out that signal. It's like an alternative internet that you yourself are broadcasting and they're making money on, but you yourself cannot log can't, on can't to log it. On and you no, <laughs> that's such a like. It's a mesh net. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, oh, he also talked about. Okay, also what came into the play was the uh, how much power the algorithms have over over the centralized internet. Yeah, and. That's not really the point of centralization with uh, some of the larger. I don't know companies. what I don't know how that gets solved in a decentralized internet. Yeah, you got, I mean, look, like I've been thinking about this like Google breakup thing, and I, I I've, I've got pushback on this with some people I've discussed this with, but I think you know people advocating that Google have to like disclose their algorithm. I think that's dumb. 
I don't think they should have to disclose their algorithm. I think that they should probably have to like open up their data mm-hmm. so that other people can make an algorithm, right? So like they, would, you, they would they would expose that data publicly of the data that they're able to aggregate. Right. You pay for it as a company, just like just like people did with like MCI. Like you wanna you wanna start your own cell phone company, that's fine. Use AT&T, Verizon's like towers mm-hmm. and you open up that aspect of it, but you still have to like pay them for bandwidth, right? So you'd pay Google just for the data. You pay Google for access to it based on you know whatever you're using, and then you could write your own algorithm on top of it and say like we're better than Google's. Mm. You compete that way. Yeah, I yeah. mean like Google's search has become shit. If you're searching for anything ideological on the right, you cannot find it. Mm. It's hard to find. You just can't. It, it like they bury it. Like it's bad. It's bad search. They think that they think that like when you search something, if they present something to you, you no longer like you'll just be disinterested if they don't show it to you. Like, oh, I guess I can't find it. But like you know these uh, these shooters, for example, you look for their manifestos. Do you know how hard it is to find them? Oh, like the the New Zealand man. Yeah, yeah all that's yeah. It's very difficult. trying to read it doesn't make you a shooter. You just want to like see it. Right. Well, they're completely yeah. They're hiding that content. It's all biased. Like it's it's. If I Google New Zealand shooter manifesto, I mean it's mm-hmm. it's not like I'm looking for anything else. I'm looking for that. Yeah. So like showing me a bunch of articles about like how Donald Trump is to blame or something like that doesn't really like solve that query. Mm. It's not like I, I it's not like I searched it, giving mm-hmm. two shits about the politics. I just wanted to see that document. Mm-hmm. Feels like the bias is at an all time high. Yes, and the search is bad. It's a bad experience. Yeah, it's a really bad experience. I mean, I can't I can't tell you how I mean. I, there, there was a. Uh, there's would, you people, agree, would you agree that Google search has improved like over the years? Like, in, insanely, yeah, better and better and better, but now it's not because of the ideology. Because they're intentionally making it. Worse. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it, it is it's, for it's, some it's, things. I mean, it's not like their core. Yeah, their core search engine project yeah. is like fine, but then once you get into anything ideological or considered ideological, like it's not like I don't know. You're a conservative. You want to like search why global warming is false? Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's really hard to find shit. Why, why aren't you, why aren't you allowed to search that? Mm. Maybe you're wrong, like climate change skepticism. Yeah. And you stuff. might be completely yeah. wrong, but like, why aren't you allowed to search that? Where did that come from? Mm. I'm allowed to be a skeptic of anything I want. Yeah, well, but that's that. That's the thinking of uh, the people in these companies making these decisions. That's the idea. Yeah, like, or that they also they don't want that manifesto getting out because they don't want people reading it. Because there's this idea that, like, people can't make up their minds about shit. Yeah. Like, it, it's a very, like, oh, we, 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 we have to be the arbitrators of, uh, of what is true and what isn't. Did you see that? You can't even see this stuff. Speaking, speaking of things that are amazing, did you see what happened with Wall Street Bets this weekend, Robin? I know we're skipping around on this. Yeah. But this is amazing. <laughs> we have to talk about this. Yeah. This did you hear cool. about this? Best, do, so what, what, what exactly happened? So, so basically on, on, uh, on Robinhood, they were allowing infinite leverage, I think mm-hmm. for puts. I, I'm, I'm not a trader, so, mm-hmm. but I think you could buy basically a put and then take, that, take the money and put it back in mm-hmm. uh, and just lever yourself up from like $1,000 to a $1 billion dollars. Well, Continually was, putting it on puts. The bug was that you could keep doing it. Yeah. With, with money that you didn't have. Yeah. And it allowed and, and some some Wall Street bet guys did like three million dollars or something like that. Yeah, so just you insane could amount. Continually sell puts. That's just, it. Yeah, that yeah. was it. You could continually sell puts. Just reinvested in. That's exact, part. exactly exactly <laughs> what. They, yeah. So they were allowing this, and they they like people people did millions of dollars uh, in these high risk bets. Yeah. I mean, I love Wall Street bets. It's one of the funniest places I've ever been. Yeah. 
If there's a glitch, someone's going to find it. Dude. Well, here's here's the thing. Well, they're going to find it, and they're going to announce it on Wall Street Bets where everybody else will use it. That's the humor of that for me. I'm, do, you, do you think they they tight, they shore that up within? You know, they probably. Froze. I think they just announced that they they were aware of it. I don't, I don't yeah. know if they fixed it yet or not. I oh no, they said that they did, but to me, it looks like it's a UI fix. I don't know that they actually fixed it in their system. Um, I don't know what they did with everyone who's got these outstanding bets. Well, because if you if you if you're like oh the guy that made a million dollars like that's we have to rescind that that's that's illegitimate. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's perfectly legal to do. I think the problem was that like it's just that ill advised. And I don't know what happens if like retroactively you just make a rule change at your bank or your trading firm that like, you can't do this. Like, are they going to choose what to close? I think those bets are good. I think you, I think all those people get to like keep those bets on the books. That's that would be my bet. But I'm not a betting man. Can you imagine being that guy that like you're like some 18 year old basement dweller and you, you make, make like three million dollars in like, like a second? And your mom, your mom is like, "What'd you do?" And like in, infinite puts, <laughs> yeah, in, infinite leverage. <laughs> Wall Street bets, mom. Yeah. <laughs> all on AMD. I got a thousand dollars and I put it all in. You know, okay, okay. An AMD. put it into a million dollars worth of bets. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I think Robinhood's a bullshit app. It's, it's run by it's, it's run by crazies. It's traders for for dude. It's run by millennial kids who like I, I don't know. I, I guess people are saying they make their money by like allowing front running. I, I order flow selling. Yeah, or that could be it. That could be it. But what? it's it just seems to me that you know this push towards like zero fees. Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand that if there are zero fees, like you make it up for that somewhere else. Mm. They're making their money elsewhere. They're probably selling your data or your information. Like their core business isn't you. Mm-hmm. There's something going on. And yeah. like, well, you, if, if like, you're getting something for free, you're 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 the product. In that, some that's form. by the way. That's the other thing about millennials is they've been raised in a world where every fucking thing is free. Mm-hmm. Like Google Analytics. You want to start a website? You want robust analytics? You get Google Analytics. It's free. Yeah. Well, it's all been free because the monetization comes from the data. Right, I mean, the data is the 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 oil here. I don't think so. I think with Google Analytics, for example, the monetization is when you get a, a website that's huge. They sh- they show up and they say you owe us four million dollars if you want to continue using this product. Wait, well, not, not literally, but like, yeah, no, mean, literally, like you, like. So you, I start a website. It grows. It grows huge. People, you, know, you can no longer. You, people, you, people, you know, people want to advertise on it and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So then it hits a certain size one day, and then they, they're like, "Hey, it's uh, four million dollars to continue like you know using this product." Oh, at, at, like otherwise they kind of bork it. They're shaking people down. It's not really a shakedown. I mean, like they have to make money somehow. But like, yeah, it's like you've used this product. It's good. You have all this data on analytics it. off if you don't. Pay it's it. not. It's not off. It's that they or, have like borks. So like, for example, I think I think the. Data you get isn't real time after a certain size. You gotta, like wait twenty four hours to get it and stuff like that. Oh, uh, so we'll restrict the product a bit. Yeah, where, where like you have to. So pay. like you're a big website, you can no longer respond to trends because you don't actually know what the trends are that are coming and hitting your site. Uh-huh. You know stuff like that. So, okay, do you think this is what happened to Drudge Report? Why? Well, wasn't that the other story that came out this week that Drudge has been having what seems to be a very like anti-Trump bias in a lot of the articles that it's posting. It, like the ratio it, it has been weirdly anti-Trump. They've been saying it's very, very like pro-Democrat, anti-Trump. Like a lot of stories against him, 
and the, it, it's kind of been a slow change over the last few months, and it's ramped up lately. And they're saying that Drudge sold it to something, or some, some, something happened. Uh, his dad is running the ads now. Well, I, I don't know who's running things specifically, but there seems to be a, a change in the stories that he's reporting. Maybe the deal is he keeps the ad revenue. That'd be great. Sold the site. Do you think maybe he sold the site? That'd be really interesting if he sold the site and that was just like because there is a weird, it's 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 more in the like selection of stories, mm-hmm. but it is weirdly like anti-Trump, which is very weird, yeah. very weird. And I don't if he sold it and that comes out, it'd be like a Merkel report when Bitcoin. Cash dude, or something. yeah, dude, it would it would be like <laughs> instantly people would just like find another site. Well, so you know who you know who, you know who stood up to like be. Is uh, Gab. Gab, yeah. yeah, I've heard that. Gab Trends. I checked their trend site. It's kind of shit. Well, it's 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 all of Gab's products. They're, yeah, they're they're they're, they're, they're <laughs> so bad at making anything. <laughs> I mean, the problem. Well, the problem is it's like probably their ideology. The problem is you're trying they're to Nazi you're, ideology. You're trying to make web property for everything that these companies are are. are well, they didn't do. focus. The, the problem with Gab is they've never focused on making one thing good. Yeah, like. It, it's too spread out. It feels like. Well, I mean, they keep they keep they keep doing idea, this. It's right? a great idea. Yeah. They keep going like they're like, okay, we're gonna make a you know competitor to Twitter. You're like, okay, great. And then <laughs> it's like it's like halfway there. It's like this is kind of shit. Doesn't really work. Yeah, that's right. We agree. We need to fix that. But now we're also making a competitor to Facebook. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And now we're making a browser. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but none of these other products work any better than they did like a year and a half ago. Correct. Mm-hmm. But the brow and the browser doesn't really work. Okay. Yes. Good point. We're going to get to that, but now we're going to start a, a news report, a news site to compute drudge. Yeah, and you're like, okay, like when are you going to fix the fucking core product that you built? Yeah, I mean, like, or or you can't be either. They're going to see massive success, and all of these will work, or zero of them will work. Yeah, I'm, I'm more inclined to believe that zero of them will work over time here. Yeah. It's also a suggestion. I mean, they're all, not spending time on one of those products. Seems like they they get a lot of hype when it comes out, and then it kind of like fades away. Once there's that slack time, like everyone's like, yeah. "Oh, the centers. This this is a, this is a cool uh, Chrome extension. We like this. This is cool. Everything's yeah. great." Who? Uh, how many people are actually using that? Also, it barely works. Yeah, it's just a shit. Ex- it barely works. I like it. I like the idea. Barely works. Yeah. So they, they need some funding. But like no one, no one talks well, about why that. Why not? Thing why anymore. not? Like build the core gab. I mean, here's the thing. I think that there's this like belief that t- Twitter has all of the advertisable tweeting going on. It's just not true. Like the, there, there's a weird pervasive idea that you know conservative content won't get advertising, but it's not true. Like who do you think is going to advertise their guns? Like where are they going to advertise them? They're going to advertise them to conservatives. Mm-hmm. Plenty of people will advertise on conservative shows. Uh, preppers. As I say these things, I'm realizing that maybe conservatives are just stupid. (laughs) Coin collectors, coin collectors. Well, well, or or conservatives. VPNs apparently now. VPNs hot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just funny to me that like you know YouTube won't like allow advertisements on a lot of these channels, but these these channels have no problem getting their CBD oil. You know, like it's very clear that there is a demographic of advertisers that wants to buy ads on these channels. Betting site. Betting site. Oh yeah, yeah. Beds are us. <laughs> what's what's the what Bull and Branch? Bull and Branch loves uh, the conservatives. He licks sleep. Loves the conservatives. There's a bunch. I, 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 There's just a bunch. There are there. There's enough. Yeah. So so there is. There's a market for conservative advertising. Yeah. I mean, there that that is. It's not like you know conservatives are buying shit. 
Have you seen the rise of the uh, the Groypers, by the way? Yes, but that okay. So I fucking love this. This that, is this is hilarious. It's like Pepe politics. So do you want to talk about what we both saw? That li- uh, yes, okay. yes, okay. So there was a there was a Turning Point USA event, right? Yeah, which is the conservative organization that's kind of like trying to recruit college age kids. They right. go on like college campuses. Yeah. It's led by this guy Charlie Kirk. Yeah, who I hate. Who you hate? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm very like sympathetic to this like hate of Charlie Kirk. Uh-huh. I don't I don't like most of these like young politician types. I, I just don't like them. Candace Owen, absolutely stupid. Charlie Kirk, dumb. Mm-hmm. Kyle Kalinske, dumb. I mean, you know, I, I don't like these guys. Yeah. So I'll listen to them because there's you know well, like if well, I'm looking for political content, they're better than listening to like Fox News. Yeah. But or, they, but, uh, but, or CNN or anything like that. But, but there's like, not always like, not only a lot of interesting nuance or intelligent things. Yeah, they're, they're, is they're, that okay? They're dumb. I mean, like they're just like Candace Owen when she went on Joe Rogan, and I mean they had that like global warming discussion. Mm-hmm. She sounded so dumb. She's not thought anything through. She relies on the fact that she is just bombastic and loud. When I watch her speak on uh, on stage, she'll often. You know, cut people off and just kind of yell them down, mm-hmm. like scream at the top of her lungs to prove that she knows stuff. It's really just irritating. Yeah, it's kind of that is obnoxious. But Charlie Kirk was all the names. I don't mind that part. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well. So Charlie Kirk. Okay, so he's on stage, and he's, he's with and, that. And what, what annoys me about him is that he just repeats talking points. Yeah. Well, so. There was a Q and A sec- section because he was out of college. He was he was on stage. He had that gay black guy who's also uh, the conservative gay black guy that has been popping up here and there on like. Where else did we see him? He was on Vice did a thing uh, where they where they 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 do this shit that's oh that's right the it's, panel the it's, panel discussion it's stupid but they have these panel discussions of like oh we have we have a bunch of like black and Latino people and like half of these people are identified as liberal the other half is conservative. He was like this conservative black gay guy who's like well i'm i'm conservative and i'm on the right and and this is what i think and vice sets it up as like every you know, time i see those like, by oh, the way here's a nice conversation I, I, with 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 liberals and conservatives every, every and time i see those i think to myself like oh that's why we used to let intellectuals debate because these get real dumb yeah <laughs> they're so dumb well, they, well they the modern the, the average person it, is so dumb yeah i mean like well there's there's nothing overly it was just it's a it's a hosted thing by by Vice. There's there's nothing interesting going on. It's just random people's opinions and like it's like who cares? And like this guy, I don't know if that's when he first showed up, but I'm guessing he's kind of like, you know, getting shown around is like oh well, like we're like the conservative movement. It's like oh we have, we have a we have a gay black guy. This is our gay black guy. So it's like like we're we're, we're okay kind of thing. Uh, Charlie Kirk apparently appeared in a picture with like some like with a with a with a uh, a trans person. Yeah. So what happened was they they got a Q and A section going, and and I got a bunch of groipers. So you define so, a groiper. Like I'd never well, heard this until this. So week. a groiper, it's a it, it's part of the Pepe meme. It, it's it's I I I I might actually be kind of ignorant on on the history of groiper, but groiper is kind of like a, a, a more totish version of Pepe. He's just fat. He's a little fatter. <laughs> As a meme, but but it's 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 part of Frog Twitter. He's a groiper. Like <laughs> frog how, how does that relate to like human characteristics? Like what like what 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 is the what, like yeah? What, how what is the demographic? What are, what are characteristics of a groiper? 
uh, of like uh, like a political groiper. Or yeah, like, do they call people groipers? Or like the, on, it's, it's a movement at this point. It's a movement. I, I think it's so funny that all of the so most important political movements at this time, are f- good and bad, are related. Are all from four chan. Are all from four. They're all four chan movements. It's, it's here's what it is. It's a, it's it's conser- it's 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 kind of zoomerish, conservatives, hyper conservative. Like, yeah, like. We need to have a conversation about, like, where the line is between conservatism and liberalism because these fucking guys, and this is the Groiper argument, are not really conserving anything and they're not really being conservatives. They are pretty much on the left with a lot of social issues and they just happen to be conservative on the right. But so the way, like, Groiper movement, gra- grab this. Make America Groip again. Make American Groip again. Yeah. 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 Good, yeah. So watch that take off. Yeah. <laughs> they're, uh, they're like the questions that they were asking were like, why are you, why are you promoting the homosexual lifestyle as a conservative? And the point isn't that we're against it. It's just why, why do you have to? Well, the, the question is what, what's the line? Because like well, conservatives that, what, 10 years ago or 20 years ago, were not for gay marriage. And now every conservative is for gay marriage. And so they're saying, well, now the Dems are pushing the transgender, like the left is pushing transgenderism. So in 10 years is the, is conservative, you know, our conservative is going to be like, a okay with me. Mm-hmm. Are we just 10 years behind? Are we just 10 years behind yeah. their yeah. politics? Cause, because, you know, then we're, then right. it is a uniparty. just that some people are retarded and they're right. called Republicans. <laughs> well, but, but the idea is that, you know, these conservatives like, Charlie Kirk, and as of today, like Ben Shapiro, are really just 10, ten years behind, and, and right. they're eventually going to get there. It's, it's a, it's they're, a, it's they're, a salient point, I think. I mean, like, it's, it's interesting. The, right the problem is with the Groiper stuff is is it comes, I think, with a lot of like the white nationalism stuff. So not 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 quite the white identitarianism that like uh, the alt right has, but it is like there is some race there is some racial discussions, racial tinges that may not be. Uh, they're not kosher. If you're, if you're going, they're certainly if not you're, kosher. If you're gonna, they're not kosher. They're not. They're not very kosher. But they're not. They're not alt right. They're not white supremacist. It's just. It's conversations on immigration. It's conversations on so so. For example, this Nick Fuentes guy is kind of like the leader of the Groipers, and a lot of them are kind of like they follow a lot of his content. He's this twenty year old Zoomer kid who has a show. He looks that, older than that. He looks older than that, but he's talking, he's, he, his, his thing's America first. He's like a Catholic. He's very conservative. It's, it's very, I, I think you follow a groiper, by the way. I think yeah. that red elephant guy's a groiper. That would, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. He's, he's mm-hmm. traditional. He's like Catholic. He's very into, I mean, they're very traditional conservatives. Mm-hmm. It, it, Okay, a lot of the a lot of the the Charlie Kirk and, and other conservative they've been, they've types been calling him out as a fake conservative lately. Con, like it's, it's that's the, 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 well, the whole point conserv- is that conservatives have been yeah. I think their whole point is conserv- the conservatism of the past has been you know just basically taken over. But, but here's the here's the point. This is the the big thing about this is that Charlie Kirk and the and the TPUSA tried first of all they tried to like get these questions to stop, and I think they they tried to get other people in to ask questions because they don't want to talk about this. So they were deliberately trying to prevent this conversation from being had. <laughs> Which was funny. And they were apparently trying to get I, I, either Nick Fuentes or somebody else kicked out. Of, it was kicked it was out of Twitter. Yeah. yeah. The, the name weirds, weirds me out a little bit. What, what's in, what's a Groiper? Is it is it a, just a name like Pepe? Or? Yeah. Yeah. It, I was just looking it up. Apparently, it's it's in fact Pepe, but fatter it's just and Pepe. Yeah. That, that's all the Groiper meme is. The, the rise of Groipers are just they're 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 
They're they're like they're they're it, it's it's another spirit and energy of 4chan. What is a it lot the of new name saying, for the alt right? No, no, no. That's the thing. They're they're distinguishing themselves from the alt right. It's not the alt right because it's, they don't hate other races. I guess it's it's I, it's, it's definitely like not, got some white nationalist tinges, but yeah. it's not like it's not it's not supremacist or. So the alt right's kind of like the boogeyman, and these are like the real conservatives. I, I, I these are conservatives of. Fifty years ago, maybe that's like these what are I would your say. father's these politics. Are, maybe, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like your father's politics, <laughs> dude. It's it's weird to watch. It's 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 politics of of people from like fifty to hundred years ago, of like conserv like real conservatism. Otherwise, like that's the idea that there is a traditional way of being that we are trying to conserve. So it seems it, like it's blowing. It's blowing my mind to watch this because like, but they're also but, but they're also like, well, if if you're so in favor of free speech. Like, how are you what? not open to having these conversations? Right. Because, and, and well, I think Why are you trying to ban us from Twitter? Like, and they're, and, and they're not having conversations with these. Like, the conservative Inc. are kind of, like, trying to label these people as racist Nazis and white nationalists. Exactly like the and left does. Just exactly yeah. like the left does. It's, 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 very, it's very weird to watch. This, this, it's such a weird infighting it's, group. It's a weird thing. It's, it's happened just this past... I mean, maybe it's... It's it, the last it month, dude. The last like week or so, couple of weeks, yeah. The, the funniest thing about the TPUSA was they got up there and they they did that whole thing, mm. trying to get everyone to uh, Google the dancing Israelis. Did you do that? Yes. <laughs> so they, did you? Did you <laughs> so that's, that's the other thing. They, they're not really into Israel, right? But they're cri- they're critical of foreign policy with Israel. But that's the thing. If you're critical of Israel, that's one thing. But but then what they're getting labeled as is Nazis and anti-Semitic. And that's not exactly the case because it's very it's weird very, to watch the war it, of it's, words. It's literally the fine line between like where that kind of does go in some cases and just being critical of it and having the conversation of why, 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 why can't you criticize Israel or, or, or can we, or can we have that conversation? Like where, where's the or, line? Where's the line? Like where, where is the line here? And, and some can't of these, criticize them. But but some of these okay so Ben so TPUSA uh, Dan Crenshaw the guy the the senator with the the the, yeah. the war vet um, they were like a lot of the groupers are going to their being very polite and civil going to their Q and As and asking these tougher questions and they want and they won't answer and they, they, they literally will they, not answer they, they won't answer they're like I won't I won't entertain like the the, the these alt right people and it's like whoa hold on like. These are people on the right that are trying to. Well, I think I think fundamentally, conservatives don't understand 4chan. They, you know, because 4chan is labeled as this place where like all these Nazis hang out, it it just isn't. I'm sure there are some that are there, Mm -hmm. but like there's also people that are not. Yeah, and everybody is there. There's just a, a wide swath of people. Yeah, millions and millions of people. Some of them are terrible. Some of them are. I'm not. amazed by how 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 many projects they have their fingers in that you know policy that makes it all the way to the highest ranks. I just think that like the 4chan, okay sign and all this yeah. stuff that makes news and and you know. I just think that know. 4chan has more people using it than people realize. I mean, we we all know it's like meme central. Like I, I saw a report that like the Donald is one of the most prolific creators of internet memes. I don't believe that for a second. Because they're just ripped off from 4chan. Guaranteed they'll start it on 4chan. Well, it, well, it's coming from people who are on 4chan. Yeah, nobody, nobody, like... By the way, the, these You can tell by gro- the style, the, too. Yeah! yeah. Gro- the the Groiper shit, like, that is the 4chan ethos. Like, that, those are the same people, like, on, on the 4chan. Like, 4chan. This, this, this wave of Groipers, 
is is it's a very similar energy to when before Don, like as Donald was campaigning. Remember, remember the memes coming out yes. and how epic it was that Trump was like destroying all the other Republicans in the debates, and it was like you had the Trump is Pepe meme, and you had like all of these anti like that same memetic energy is kind of what you see here with like this Groyper stuff, not necessarily pro Trump, but just like well, it's anti-establishment. Certainly. It's very anti-establishment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it also seems to be where a lot of the Epstein shows come out of, like the, you know, I, I mean. I'm sure Cernovich is a groiper. Yeah. I I, I see him retweeting and, and being active on Twitter and, and engaging with, with, with the groipers. I, I mean, you, you, you have a, what, what's interesting is how far to the right or seemingly how far to that conservative um, or to the right, their, their, their points are. And this this Nick Fuentes guy, he's offensive. He's kind of funny. I, I I have been trying to understand who. Like I've never heard of him before. He's he's he's. We have a fascination with these like new movements too. I think, but I think he's a rising like right wing person, dude. I think that these this movement's here to stay. Like just seeing it this week, I was like, oh, that's got some staying power. They're, these guys came out of nowhere. There's lots of them. Yeah, lots. Yeah. And I think it could get big pretty quick. It, it already did. I think it well, got big. We didn't even notice it. That's the funny thing about these movements. Well, that, they I get mean, big in places in corners where you're not, and then all of a sudden they're big. Yeah. And then they just start showing up, and you're like, "Holy shit!" It's like the Proud Boys. I'd never heard of them, and then all of a sudden, like, heard I hear about them all the time now. Antifa, same thing. Antifa's been around forever. I didn't know who they were. Bitcoin's the same way. Like to our parents, they're like, yeah. "Where's this? Where's this Bitcoin shit come this from?" This was this was like a Bitcoin pump. Well, if yeah. You were not in, into Bitcoin. You were like, "What the?" Oh, you don't see this whole movement just getting labeled into obscurity by no. Because I think that I, here's the thing: I think that a lot of these people that are in this stuff, they're they they're sick of getting labeled. I mean, it's worked on. Kind know, of. They're still here. All right. They're still here. Thing. Yeah. They're still here. Like these people didn't disappear. Like they're, it kind of works when they deplatform people that they're still like around. That's that's the point. Like <laughs> when you deplatform, you don't get to see these things happen. Like you couldn't know this existed. Mm-hmm. And the uh, to use this term, like the intellectual dark web people, like like Dave Rubin and Ben Shapiro, are are they're 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 automatically like on the side of like TPUSA with this. Yeah, and they're not gonna. What's funny, by the way, about the dancing Israelis is I okay. So do you do you know about this? So I googled I dancing figured, Israelis. It seemed like a conspiracy at first, but then I realized apparently the FBI had just released like a bunch of documents on it on the on this dancing Israelis. Yeah. Event. Okay. So so there was some recent there was something recent happened that brought this more to to light. I, I, yeah, that was I think what it wasn't the just something. Was. It wasn't just when it happened. Around nine eleven. By, by the way, Kevin, I think that a lot of these grippers are using world star hip hop as like YouTube. Really? See, I, I, maybe I don't really. I, I've seen a lot of the stuff on Twitter. I'm, I'm I, I feel like there's a lot of this grippers stuff. I, I'm not even aware. I'm of. noticing. Like, I'm noticing yeah. a lot of world star hip hop videos reflecting uh, the things that they care about. So, like for example, two weeks ago, I was on world star hip hop, and there was a, a video that was. Um, I go there because of my. Uh, people that's what mm. that's our youtube and i was uh i was looking at it and it was like a, a whole thing on you know people that made money like how 9-11 had uh, all this money moving around and the trades were like 10 times higher during 9-11 
Um, yeah, it was like 140 grand. Some, some, yeah, some huge. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but like people making bets on on yeah. companies to go down, like selling short on like J.P. Morgan and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? And I was looking at that. I was like, why is that video up? That that's a weird video to have up today. And then the Graper stuff happened. I was like, oh, weird. It's it's a lot of videos on World Star Hip Hop that reflect their sort of like current loves. I would love that site to become the new YouTube, by the way. <laughs> Just be hilarious. <laughs> like your dad's like, hey, you're like, your, your mom is your mom is on the internet, like, I was watching World Star Hip Hop today. Or like you're on CNN, they're like, today on World Star Hip Hop, a video was released. <laughs> It's just a better world. <laughs> Think about it. It's a freer world. It's a freer world. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if you remember this, Sean, but back back when YouTube just kind of launched, honestly, every night, every news station in America would do, like, what's funny on YouTube tonight. Really? Every single one. <laughs> when they got bought, it was like, well, yeah, of course you had to buy it. I mean, CNN has a section on, like, YouTube videos you know, so like that was the one that was logical to buy. Yeah, like every night, every single night. It's because they don't know how, he, like, it got big so quickly. That yeah, well, they were just no, uh, people were amazed that people would uh, upload so many videos. Oh yeah, and also in those early days, it was weird because like the stuff that would go viral, it was very different than it is today. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Like I'm, one of the first viral videos I watched was uh, my new haircut. Because I knew some guys that were like, "Oh, you have to watch this." It was like, uh, it was kind of like making fun of the douchey college bro. And well, I was, and yeah, I was going to college, so it was kind of a. I mean, there's all sorts of these shoes. Do you remember shoes? Oh, shoes, shoes. Yeah, you know, um, they're not funny. The Numa guy. Numa, Numa. My yeah, yeah. The, the big fat guy dancing. Yeah. And then before that, there was E Bombs World. Mm-hmm. And then I think that there's a whole section of time where people forget there was Napster. Yeah. Do you remember the like viral songs that would happen on Napster? Would it be a fake download and No, there would be a do- like Tie My Shoe was like a big one on Napster. Uh the bum song by Tom Green was Napster Days. There were tons. My bum is on your chair. My bum is on your chair. <laughs> My bum is on your battleship. Battleship. Exactly. So yeah. these things would not go I'm viral not. today. He gets major credit for being the podcast godfather of the whole deal. Dude. Tom Green inspired uh, Joe Rogan, Brian Redband, who really? inspired pretty much everybody. But they said they went to Tom Green's setup, and that's when the light bulb pretty much went off. Pretty much the fact really? that he was doing it on his own. He, he, he put, was the Xerox of podcasts. Yep. They went there, and they're like, he's doing everything. Like he, yep. He's his own producer. Yeah, Brian, Brian Redband, who helped Rogan start the, the Rogan podcast, went on to make pretty much every comedian. Every, I feel like every single person I've ever ever respected uh, in like the comedy space has brought up Tom Green as like this hidden genius. Like he's goofy but like just actually a bit of a genius. Yeah. I like Tom Green. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. You know like have testicle cancer and he bring his testicle on stage or something like that. I don't remember that. But like I don't remember if he if, if that's true or if it was a dream I had. <laughs> But it feels like that was something that was happening in, like, the 90s. Paul Joseph Watson has also been talking a lot about this. The Groiper stuff? I mean, I feel like he's a Groiper. He kind of is that. Yeah, he's very much that vein. Yeah. Um, so it's, 
it's it's fun. I mean, <laughs> I like, dude. It's I, a weird world right I, now. I don't fully understand everything, but I, I like it. <laughs> I feel like the next the next year, this election cycle is going to get real strange. I, I think this is going to become more prominent, and I think it's going to get. Uh, we're, well, here's, we're, here's we're a, a year away from the next election. Here's a, yeah, and Trump's going to get reelected, and I don't know what the fuck's going to happen after that. Here's, here's I think the craziness level and like the intensity is going to like. Go like ten. Hours. Here's the thing that nobody seems to get. Like mm-hmm. you look at who's running for Congress right now. All these people that got banned from Twitter and such, uh-huh. they're all running for Congress, and they're raising huge amounts of money. Really? Like uh, Laura Loomer has outraised her opponent at like ten x or something absurd. Huh? She's up in West Palm here, and she wait, she was the one that got banned for. I think was she had an Ilhan Omar was, attack that she did. Or, okay, but she was going after like some Democrats or liberals. She, yeah, she's okay. the one that handcuffed herself to the Twitter headquarters. Oh, oh yeah, and then and then really yeah went into the hearing and like the guy auctioned off her phone in the Senate hearing. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to. Yeah, I didn't see this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I, I saw the YouTube. Okay, so she, so she's out, she's 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 gonna... running here in West Palm. Huh. So these people are winning. We don't know if they're going to win, but like they're, I mean, like here's, here's the thing: I think people got to realize that like when when there's, these are young politicians, uh, but they're fed up, and they're not fed up in the, like the Alexandria Ocasio Cortez way, where like she goes into a place that's like easy to win yeah. and primaries a sitting candidate. They're fed up in the like you old people don't care to understand the tech. You old people don't seem to care to like protect these like you know constitutional amendments. So like if if that's any indication. And it might be arrogance on their part, but if that's any indication, these Zoomers, like Nick Fuentes and such, mm-hmm. uh, I see them starting to mount real young candidacies, like for House. Mm-hmm. And that gets weird when you have like a groiper. <laughs> well, they, is Soph, is Soph a groiper? Yeah, Soph would be a groiper, I'm sure. I, yeah. I think I think that's 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 her entire. I think that's Soph's entire point. Actually, is that like some of some of the humor between the two is very similar. They, they almost they almost could be related, uh, and I don't think I don't think boomers or other people have no have any idea how to how to deal with it. I, I don't like, think so either. It's like the, it, it's like it's like a Zoomer version of that Trump energy where you have no idea how to debate them, and they're going to show up and just like the best thing that could happen to them is the <laughs> refusal to answer those questions because that just that, do that, yeah. that that made that thing go viral. If yeah. he had just answered the question, it wouldn't have been like a, even with a subpar answer it would have yeah. been sufficient. No, it, nobody would have watched that video. Yeah, yeah. nobody. Nobody would have watched that video if it weren't for the fact There's that... There's the opportunity for a few people to step up, you know, a few other 20-year-olds to step up who... Because a lot of the people are lacking on, on both sides, conservative and liberal. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're weak, and they need some good opposition, so I'm but happy. I, I, I mean, people... I've, I've been hearing people call these the uniparties, and it's not far from off. Like, in America, we have essentially one vein of politics. We have the slow people and the people that are ahead of the slow people. Like, I think that's the Groyper's point, largely. That eventually both sides just converge. Well, it, 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 it it's that the conservatives aren't really conserving anything, and I think this point has been made by people in previous it times. Has. Yeah, um, like and and you see a lot of these weird examples of of you know uh, parents bringing their kids into you know trans shows when you know back in two thousand eight Obama was against gay marriage. The legalization of gay marriage. Yeah. He campaigned on being against legalizing gay marriage, which was just 11 years ago. Yeah. So 
the fastness on how society is going. Well, politics politics is has really so, sped up. The speed of it is amazing. It's like me. crazy of how, how much has changed within just the last few but, years. But it's very weird to watch so the internet quick. come off the page, in a sense, and, mm. and enter real life. Because that, that is just 4chan in real life. Yeah. But it's, all, it, it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of people who are, you know, semi are anonymous online. And it's, it's, it's real people with I, I, I mean, it's coming from real people. Like, you know, it, it's uh, it's 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 not uh, it's not a movement of of it's a it, it's a people movement. You know, I, it sounds kind of stupid to say when I say it out loud, but like, it, it's 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 not just like a few people who are good at like right. getting money raised or talking right. or whatever. It, it's like legitimately like you know, a lot of people are on this page, and right. whether or not you believe any of the talking points, it's like hold on, like. What what direction are we, are 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 we going in here? You know, and it's it, it, well, they're valid questions. That's the thing that that has been surprising to me. They are, yeah, they're 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 good questions, and they they need to be discussed. I mean, it. Uh, Do we have anything else Bitcoin we, related? It should we should we should <laughs> we we need to talk about well, but but you know we we some we've we've mentioned how everything is kind of Bitcoin related, but like right. as more and more you know you you enter a more hectic political landscape. Like that's where you see Bitcoin like find a you know where, where there's a Bitcoin shaped hole in things is when no I, I kind of agree with that by like, the way like, like Stephen Molyneux was kicked off PayPal recently we've seen we've talked about this like this isn't really new but like you are going to have more and more people that are going might, that might be cut off from the financial system that's true and like that is where Bitcoin fulfills that need yeah. so the political landscape whether or not you care about any of this stuff or not is going to have a major effect locally and globally yeah and like you're going to see that reflected somehow. Um, it, it, it's 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 very likely that that uh, it, it all kind of comes together, and, right. that's, and that's kind of the world we're we're in, you know. Short show today, though. Yeah, yeah. I think we're done. Anything else? Uh, oh, well, well, we so we haven't talked about uh, China. Oh yeah. Uh, I also put in here the uh, the Saudis recruited two. Let's let's, let's do those two. Yeah, those are great. And then this Mormon thing. Ah, whatever. Oh. Some Mormons were murdered on the border. Uh, they have a lot of kids. They do. But did you hear that? Apparently, one of the car- one of the cartels beat the Mexican army in like a battle or something. What, I, dude? Some people are saying like we might be going to war with Mexico, or, or the, it looks well, like. Well, mil- I mean, like with like arm in arm. You well, talk- <laughs> you talking about it doesn't when matter. You- like war against cartels. Like talking about when they captured El Chapo's son and then the, they made him release him. Something like that. Yeah. Here's here's my they question. Killed, they killed yeah. the cop that arrested the son. They shot him 150 really? times. Yeah. Here's here's my question. The cartels have a if, stupid amount of power. Well, if you have cartels like, that have that much power, who's uh, really the governor of Mexico? Well, it's 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 in each area where the cartels control, that's who's in charge. It's, it's not that different than Africa, dude. Like you go to Africa and there's tribes in the desert. Yeah. Desert. <laughs> tribes in the middle of like the jungle, and uh, <laughs> 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 I guess Africa is a desert. There's deserts in Africa. There are deserts in the bush. Yeah. We call it the bush. Yeah. I'm thinking of, I'm, I'm thinking of like my, my vision of Africa. Depends on where you are. Um, but big, okay. Big place. <laughs> it's a big place. <laughs> Josh thinks Africa's a jungle. <laughs> Deep in the African jungle. There are, there are jungly parts, though. Like Congo's jungle, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like the Congo's jungle. Africa has all of it. It's, it's it is all of it. It's so big. And then there's you, Egypt. Could, you could put three United States in Africa. That's how fucking giant it is. There's I don't want deserts. That. Don't want jungles. that. Keep that. Nope. It's 
giant fucking kite. <laughs> you don't want to put it there. No. But, uh, you know, I don't remember what I was saying. The China thing. What was that? You said... Uh, oh, well, it's because it's been a few weeks. Uh, all, all these companies just bending over for fucking China and... and oh, since, yeah. Since oh, yeah. Real quick. The I know what I was going to say. The, yeah. the, the, in, in, in Africa... Uh, oh, <laughs> Chinese are in Africa. They are. <laughs> yeah. They really are. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. The Chinese love Africa. They're trying to like. They've been putting money in influence Africa. Yeah. Do, do you know where it started? Was, what I was saying is like. Do you know why it started? No. Because Africa was part of these UN votes that were like anti-China. Oh. And China, China was like, oh, China was like, oh we we could probably buy these people out. Yeah. And have more influence. We'll buy their country. It's corporate. And then they were like, well, we'll they invest in the future because Smart. like. The, you know, if you could actually like get this place going in maybe a few decades. Hello, you know, Africa. You no longer have to put chi- you no longer have to put diamond in your butthole. Yeah, <laughs> we here now. We here now. Yeah, but um, I think they're having. I think I think it's a giant culture but, difference. Yeah, well, it is. But like, what I'm saying is, in Africa, you have all these tribes that are literally like in the middle of you know a place that's governed by a president. Well, the tribes don't even know that they have a president, I, I feel like. like, who, like n- no, Chief uh, Wadabandaban is the president. What do you War- mean? Warlord. Yeah. Like, it, it, but, the, you know, they're the ones that we do diplomatic relationships with, the president. But really, the country doesn't really have... Yeah, they have warlords. They have warlords. And that's, that feels like what Mexico's done. Yeah. Yeah, they have warlords. They have well, warlords. Well, Trump treated out to the president. If you if you want if you want to if you want to put down these drug cartels, like, yeah, we'll we'll know. send our tanks and our uh, airplanes. And well, they, you know. they should just be like warlord. It's it's a warlord country. Like different states of of we have just, we have amazing weapons here. Yeah, just the best weapons. Well, we could we could we could we could really play with some of our technology against uh, the cartels because that's probably a we could test it. That's true. Yeah. That's a great idea. I think they want. I think they want that smoke. I think I, they, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I think they almost daring like, someone to Trump's do like, We want it. Yeah, Trump's probably like you know this will be the first time that we get to test our space force. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ruthless level on those cartels is just off shit. the chain. Well, could like, you imagine the videos that would come out? Like you, you have like the Taliban releasing videos of you know reporters that they 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 kidnapped and cutting their heads off. Uh, I feel like it would be it would be nuts. The worst videos. It I've would seen. be the worst videos ever. I've seen the worst videos online coming from. There, there's been there's been a lot of like they're, questions they're, on like Facebook like what what is what should Facebook do when the sort like some place in you know the mountains of Peru has some cartel come and like do something evil to like a grandma and the only evidence of it is a videotape that someone uploaded to Facebook and Facebook's like too gruesome dully really yeah so Facebook's had to like come to grips with this like what do they do because that's the only way anyone would have known about that. I think you should have to turn that over to law enforcement. Yeah, well, maybe, but you're in Peru. Like, they're like that's the point. Like, what happens when the local government? You, there's no government. Yeah, what happens when your government when your government is bullshit? When things shut down, you have Mexico. You have Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> You, you know, it, you give it to some governments. Mexico I guess, is so big that forty United States could fit inside of it, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks small on maps. Uh, yeah. Uh, What's the last thing? The Twitter. Sh- oh, the Twitter Saudi Arabia spy thing. Yeah. You hear about this? They, I mean, that, that, that's those are treason charges. Are they? I don't know. They should be. You're, 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 I feel you're like we don't use that enough anymore. We're like, directly with a foreign country. Dude, government. that's uh, yeah. 
Like that's 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 not a joke. Well, like, I think that, not... to me that 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 shows you the level of you know uh, openness that Twitter has for their employees. Like, yeah, just anybody here can read a DM. Yeah, it, I think it's a direct lie to Congress because I believe Twitter said in front of Congress that nobody like it's very specific people that can access those DMs. Vijaya. Vagina God? Vagina. She can see the DMs. She can definitely see the DMs. She can see my DMs. She's pretty. Uh, yeah, but it was like, I mean, the guys had Arab names, so maybe maybe that matters. I don't know. But they were, they, they had Watch access. Watch Twitter, like, enforce like, we're not hiring Muslims anymore. Also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what happened with all the, oh, those Russian bots and shit and influence on foreign governments? Meanwhile, the fuckers running the show are getting Saudi money, like... Oh, yeah, there's a lot of Saudi money pouring into Twitter. Yeah. There's a lot of Saudi money pouring into a lot of shit. And apparently Chinese money. Like, this whole thing about Russia, there's other countries influencing... The China thing is interesting. Like, I, I'm seeing everyone start showing up in Winnie the Pooh costumes, which I think is just hilarious. Yeah, that's awesome. They should call it Winshi the Pooh. Winshi. What? Just Xi Jinping. She, oh, yeah, Winshi. Yeah, because he's supposed to look like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, and they he does look China. like Winnie the Pooh. He really does. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, you had the Blizzard player getting banned, and and LeBron being like, "Well, maybe maybe we should." Maybe if he had any up. sense of humor, he would start showing up at events as a Winnie the Pooh. She, yeah, but LeBron, you know, no, Xi Jinping. Uh, LeBron, LeBron should too. <laughs> she should like show up as, but he's not. They're they're fucking, they're bugmen. They're fucking Chinese. They are bugmen. Yeah, they're bugmen. What does that mean? It means they're bugmen. And they're oh, that might be the most. I don't know what that means, but I assume it's super racist. It's, it has nothing to do with them. They don't have the, souls. It's nothing to do with their. They're 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 just they're. they're Explain, they're Sean. Bugs. Explain, young Sean. They're they're bug men, and <laughs> they're, con- they're they're fucking. They're it's a dystopian whatever. Like it's China. Like where, where does this term come from? It comes from. It comes from. <laughs> Is this like Aldous Huxley. It, it, might, it, might, it might it might come from Gripers. Termites. They're termites. <laughs> Dude. But they don't seem to have much of a sense of humor. They're not, they're, they're not like men. They're not like Trump. Hmm. <laughs> they don't have a sense of humor. I don't know that he does either. Uh, China's new internet insult, bugman. <laughs> I don't even know what you would find if you Googled it. But a bugman is your typical big left-leaning city dweller. He is usually obsessed with consumerism, lining up uh, to purchase the newest iPhone. Uh, this is... The highly accurate Urban Dictionary. Mm. Chances are he owns other throwaway smart gadgets as well. All it sounds like we. It sounds like bugmen give a lot of trash to China. It doesn't sound like they themselves are bugmen. Mm. Hmm. Everything about his personality and life is not defined, but by who he is, but by what he buys and his consumerist tendencies. Interesting. I'm pretty sure Sean has a different meaning. Yeah. A homosexual is contracted HIV. Okay, well, I shouldn't have read that one. All right. That's not it. <laughs> but the, uh, I mean, the, the reference to a lot of money and consumerism, I mean, when you have, like, you know, NBA and professional teams, like, kowtowing to, whatever that word is, kowtowing, kowtowing to Chinese interests. The New World like, Order's exactly. model citizen, a bug man. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well there, well, there you go. That sounds less. It's less offensive than I thought it was. I thought it was ultra that's derogatory. Not, really? You thought it'd be like a racial thing? Yeah, like, I like, thought that was real. Something, 
No, it's it's like real a, bad. Like a bug. Like a, like a bug. Like, uh, how can like, that be good? Like beyond bad, Sean. That was uh, had a, had a moment of panic there. <laughs> the guy got caught up in. I thought maybe you'd turned into an alt-rightist. An alt-right yeah. person? Yeah. yeah. What do they call it now? Not so much. I don't know. Groiper? Groiper. Groiper? <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> this is Johnson checking up the deuce of the South. The man's letting go in peace. St. Catherine, pray for us.